Spin Lob let loose on 6th Street, Austin College gets TV time, and what's up with all the game days on today's TX Water Polo Podcast. Hi, it's the TX Water Polo Podcast. Joe is in North Texas, James and Austin. How are you, Joe? Good, James. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. Like the 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 schedule is starting to get impacted a bit um, between all the stuff that uh, we're going to talk about today and ODP and all that kind of stuff. So, um, and including what we started with. Um, well, we didn't have necessarily a game day, but we had scrimmages in order to help referees. Um, I don't know, improve their skills, I suppose, on Sunday, and it worked out really well. But I know that um, all throughout the state there were game days. Well, I mean, I I don't think there's anything down in Houston. I think there's a couple things in Houston this upcoming weekend for there game days. And uh, was it um there is a there was a kind of a North Texas game day um that uh, Thunder hosted at Southlake this past Sunday, which is great. It was like, you know, three like kind of three pools for all day on Sunday. Yeah. So and that was all the ages. Yeah, and we even had a ten and under uh, course going. So right. you know and Thunder had uh, a ten under team and the Lone Star Mavericks group had a ten and under team and they and yeah and they played it out. It was great. I, when I moved to this state, I was unfamiliar with this concept, believe it or not. Like, you know, I, I was accustomed to just playing games and the idea, meaning that they were all league games and that kind of thing. And so this is a bit of a new concept for me. And, and there's a, but there's definitely an idea behind having these kinds, of, what we call game days. I mean, what, what's what's the what's the idea? I mean, the game day. I mean, this is something I think we've been doing on a regular basis since what about 2003 or so. Um, I think they started down in Houston and then I think they just kind of spread throughout the state a little bit. It's just, it's creating games. It's creating opportunities. Yeah. Yeah. For athletes to play and improve. Cause the one thing that kind of, kind of separates Texas from California or anywhere from outside of uh, California uh, is the number of games that uh, people get to play. So right. it's, and it's a little difficult sometimes to drive all the way down to Houston every other, or like every weekend. So the concept is, Yes, we want to have our weekend tournaments each season, you know, three, four, five kind of weekend tournaments each season. But we also want to have some game days, which are local. And you get the local clubs kind of together within the age groups and play. And it's only a one day kind of type of event. And it's great for those kind of developmental athletes, you know, the like the less experienced ones, the uh, the ones that are still new that come out to uh, um, that aren't quite ready to go to the weekend tournaments that aren't right. quite uh, ready to go overnight on and, and and I say not ready they may be skilled enough they may yeah in the uh, and they may be quote unquote kind of good enough but you know the parents kind of may not be ready to spend the money and make that commitment yet and this is just the easy way to get those people games and experience and the game days can come in a lot of different kind of forms and I can yeah. they're like and there's basically like kind of three levels of game days and there's one level is just like an intra club a game day that's like you know where uh, like a club will take um, all their athletes, they'll split them into different teams, you know, split them into age groups or experience, and it'll probably be coach refereed, and it'll take like a Saturday morning or a Saturday afternoon or a Sunday afternoon, and it'll just be games, and it's a fun way for them to learn about how to line up uh, at the beginning of a quarter, how to line up uh, like kind of after a goal, and then you can even split it up and have your good players play each other so they could have a real scrimmage as opposed to like a rush scrimmage at the end of a practice. Right. 
Um, so that's and that's like the simplest kind of form of game day. And then the next one is kind of like, you know, where you just have a game day and everybody and all the clubs, you know, within area, it could be two clubs, it could be three clubs, it could be five clubs. They all get together um, and yeah, like and play. And it's and it's and it's something that's kind of kind of very positive where you get to play outside your club. And that's whenever you get referees to come in. That's when you sanction it. Yeah. Um, um, and it's and it's again, it's just a step up and step up of competition. Then the final type of game day is kind of like a championship game day, which is something that, that I know we've had up in North Texas and down in Houston and even down in the Austin area for a few years where there's each season like you have one game day that is kind of like like the north like like the north texas winter champs or the right. north texas spring champs or the greater houston uh summer champs and that's where everybody again it's all the different clubs are invited all the different age groups are represented and they have awards and it's and it's more of a championship format as opposed to everybody just come and play two games and leave it's more like okay you win and then you advance or you lose and then you then you play in the in the consolation games so I just, I just, these are things that we kind of developed, you know, a long time ago, and it's just kind of grown. There's been leagues that have kind of lead up to the championship game days, and but they're, yeah, but they're great. They're simple. They're easy. Um, uh, and it's a one day as opposed to two or three day tournaments. And I, I think they're great. I mean, I think, our, like, I, I think Aquatex has, has kind of hosted a, a bunch of those game days before, correct? Yeah, and one one of the things about this is that you focused on the flexibility of it, which has been very appealing because there are some points at which the Lone Star League, which is the league around Austin, is pretty robust. There's three or four um, game uh, game days, per, and then a championship, or uh, including a championship. But you know that costs a little bit of money, so the, you have the flexibility to sort of peel off from that and then do a combination. So some days you're just going to have game days in which, like you said, referees are coaches and you can even divide the teams up however you want and give them funny names and all that. And then they're getting more competition. It's real, um, but it's not quite so formal. But there is absolutely something to be said about setting these things up, even though they're just including local teams and you have a bit of flexibility about your rosters with referees wearing white stuff, you know. And so it's that's that's definitely it gives a bit more legitimacy to the entire process, including awards and referees wearing their whites and all that. Because, I mean, a lot of people think that we're in competition with swimming and stuff like this. We're not in competition with swimming. I mean, yes, for pool time and stuff like that. Sure. But. Really, we're in competition with peewee football, rugby, cross, uh, soccer, all those other team sports yeah, that are out there. And these kids play every weekend, every week. So we need to create something to where these where our athletes also get to play on a regular basis. Yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah, it's not just to keep the, the kids kind of in the pool and at the pool and keep playing water polo, but also it's to to give them experience in games. Cause I mean, I know that like we counted up one time, this is about five, six years ago. We had game days and weekend tournaments almost every, like every other weekend. Right. So yeah. it was um, every other weekend's a weekend tournament. Then the weekends that we don't have the weekend tournaments, there's a game day up in, up in North Texas. And I used to make our kids play a ton of game days too. Like if, yeah, if like, like or a ton on the game days where if you're a 14, you might play also with the 16s and 18s definitely yeah. to give them experience. They don't play as much what kind of with the older kids, but they get that experience definitely. and they get the best of both worlds. And I think I counted up like, you know, 
our kid probably maximized about 200 games a year between yeah. everything. Yeah. And that's, and that's, and that's the main difference, you know? So do you want to have a high school kid that only plays like 30 games a year, or do you want to have a club kid that plays 200 plus games a year? How about a high you school know? kid who plays like nine to 10 games a year, you know? There that's, you yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah not exactly. Good. I mean, and I just think it's 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 a tr- it's a tremendous tool. Um, and I just, you know, I just encourage clubs out there to keep kind of pushing these game days. I know it's hard sometimes. It's like, oh, I want my free Sundays kind of kind of so I can watch some bad uh, NFL football. <laughs> oh, come but, on, man. Um, but like, you know, you. I mean, you know, like 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 just schedule it out in advance and just uh, and just kind of keep your kids playing. And even if you just got to keep it simple within your club, that's fine. At least you, uh, yeah. At, at least you're keeping your kids playing, and we are still, yeah. No matter how big a club is, or how good a um like 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 a team is, we are still selling the sport to athletes and parents and people that are on the are, are like are on the fringes. We need to make this fun. I mean, I, I mean, I like you know a new kid that comes and tries the sport. I constantly tell them, or like like. Or their parents. They may not like it that first practice, but I tell them, I go here. You got to come to multiple practices and come to a game day. Yeah. And every kid that does make it to a game day, they sign up. Every kid. That because is a they good get point. To play. Yeah. And that is so vital. And a lot of clubs are like, well, we don't have enough kids to do a game day. You need to, yeah, you got to have a game day. You need nine kids. I know some people look at me kind of cross-eyed and go, what are you talking about? I go, that's three on three. The team that's sitting out are the goalies. And you just play around Robin. That's yeah. all it is. And that's three games. And that's what, what two, well, about two, two and a half hours done. Yeah. And you have a flip great. scoreboard. That's it. That's all you need. Yeah. You don't need the clocks out. Yeah. Necessarily for granted at like, as you get more kids, yes, you want to make it look nice and almost fake it. And yeah. And make it look really uh, uh, nice because again, we're, we're selling the sport. Yeah, yeah, to these athletes, and that's yeah. and that's and that's the most important thing out there. I mean, we have a ton of our zone, that like like the Southwest zone. We have the most events of any zone outside of California. Okay, we also have the most game days. Yeah, and these kids and our kids get to play, and they get to, and they get to play a lot. You know, so and I just think it's important to just kind of keep pushing that, especially during the spring season. The spring is a it's yeah, it's high school. It's the you middle want, school season, right? Yeah, I mean, and to me, for club water polo, it is the opportunity for all the clubs to really concentrate and push the uh, like the younger kids. And this is their season. Granted, USA water polo supports the high school season, and we want the coaches to support it. Just you know, we do have, <laughs> we always need more coaches, but um, you know, just don't forget about the little guys. No, not at all. Well, that, that is that that is the future. Those are the kids that are, are going to get to play four years of UIL wa- uh, water polo at some point. I know. I'm excited about that already. All right. Um, we're going to revisit this because this is actually important in terms of growth as well, obviously, because there are these areas in the state that you know best um, where these kinds of game days are going to take place. And uh, I'm assuming a later Laredo and down in the valley and those places. So um, I'm looking forward to hearing about that. But This is a perfect time to insert a break. In many podcasts, this time would be filled with ads for electric toothbrushes or recruiting services. Not here. Instead, we're asking you to show your support for TX Water Polo by donating to it. Go to txwaterpolo.com slash donate and help us continue covering the sport we love in the Lone Star State. 
Hey, this is Jesse Smith, recent Pan Am gold medalist. I was just checking out Texas Water Polo from the TX Water Polo Podcast. Also, you can check out the website. You can follow me at GoSmith now. Thanks, guys. James and Joe back. I'm uh, I'm hydrated now. I had to take a water break. So um, the Southwest Zone season is upon us. Really, the spring season. There's a we we already know how much there is on the calendar. But let's go over it a little bit again before we get into some college stuff because Austin College is also playing this week. So. What do yeah, we have? So, yeah, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, so just real quick on the calendar. Yes, there's going to be some game days around, uh, like like around the state. But for the weekend tournament schedule, got the Spin Lob tournament, which is the Masters tournament this upcoming weekend in Austin. You got the Cowtown Rodeo, which is going to be all the age groups up in Keller, being hosted by Cowtown, a wonderful club. That'll be February 8th and 9th. Um, and then you know the teams will go to the boys ODP national championships at the end of the month. And then the thunder spring invite, which is going to be uh, mainly for the eighth grade, sixth grade and fourth grade and under kids. That'll be February 29th and March 1st. Um, the girls then go to their uh, like the ODP champs on March 13th through the 15th. Then you got the Badger Brawl, the Southside Badger Brawl, which is going to be April 4th and 5th. Again, that's going to be specifically for the eighth grade, fourth, uh, kind of sixth grade and fourth grade and under athletes. Um, and then, then you got the national team selection camp, kind of for the boys at the end of the um, at the end of April. Oh, don't yeah. remind me about that. Yeah. And then we also have um, we're probably gonna have the Houston Open, which is gonna be a hops, which is gonna be a new hops event. Um, it's gonna be uh, at the University of Houston. That'll be April 25th and 26th. We're still looking for a location for the tags state championship. Oh yeah, right. So, so if clubs out there and you want to host tags and you're hearing this, please let uh, me know. This Joe, uh, the, yeah, this is Joe. Um, <laughs> please email me. Um, it'll be that'll either be April 25th, 26th, or we may even move it back to May 9th and 10th, which it was last year. It was a week after uh, the state championship, and we actually had the most teams ever. So we're kind of keeping it flexible. Um, yeah, okay. But you know, also this upcoming spring, as 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 everybody knows, you know, um, it is the Texas high school uh, uh, water polo season. Yeah. And you know, the official like the like the state high school swim meet is actually February 14th and 15th. And then the following weekend, everybody's gonna start their tournaments, their games, their weekday games. I think the first week in the tournament is going to be uh, February uh, 21, 22, which is these are these are going to be Friday, Saturday uh, dates. Yeah, that I'm telling everybody now. Um, and then you know it goes it goes throughout the whole spring season. Got the region championships. You know, for all four regions are going to be um, April 17th and 18th. And then two weeks later, the like the Texas high school state champs are going to be May 1st and 2nd, and that'll be at that'll be at the Sci-Fair Auditorium in yeah, in Northwest Houston. Yeah. So that'll be a great event. That's always that. Yeah, that always is. We only have two more of those. Then we're going to. That's what I was thinking, gonna, too. That's it, know, right? We have two more. So we have. Yeah. We, yeah. We have this year and then we have spring of 2021. And then that'll be the last Tisca Water Polo State Championship. And then we go into the UIL State Championship of fall of 2021. 
It's incredible. We're hosting a couple high school tournaments uh, as a club and because uh, we got the pool space and we've done it in the past. And I was actually thinking about renaming it, you know, the la- next to last because we got two more years. That's it. I And I'm well, I might sound like I'm I'm unhappy about that. It's exactly the opposite. I think um, I, I can't wait for the fall of 2021. No, ma- no matter how glitchy it might be, no matter how, um, you know, knew this is going to be to people i don't care i'm just excited about it yeah me yeah me too i'm I, i'm excited i'm i mean you may not be worried about the glitchiness i'm a little concerned about some stuff here and there you know but uh i think that you know people are, are doing the right thing there's a lot of schools that are that are asking the right questions that are that are going to start building towards you know follow fall of 2021 but you know in yeah but in in the um, I mean, there's even Austin College, I think, starting this weekend, right? Yeah, I, I want to get to that, but it's interesting you mentioned that. that. I have heard from ISD people secondhand um, that they're they're telling all of their schools, you better get ready for water polo. And that that was a, a bit of a surprise to me, a obviously very pleasant one. So this is really having an effect already. But anyway, Austin College, yep, there uh, we talked to Coach Mark last week. They're off to Brown this weekend. And what is so the schedule we talked about a little bit last week, but what's really important is that we've since found out that every single one of those games that they're playing over the weekend is going to be streamed on ESPN Plus, which I'm, I'm a, are you, are you a subscriber? Cause I am. Yes, I am. I can't remember how much it costs. Um, so I'm always sensitive about that, but I do know how much it costs. It's about yeah? five bucks a month. So is that right? Okay. So, um, if you're a fan of uh, a nerd about water polo, that might not be a bad idea to go check that out. Although my my aff- affection, see that your dog agrees with me. ESPN is kind of a pain in the butt, but yeah, I don't have a soundproof room for sure. So, <laughs> but no, but yeah. So uh, Austin College is playing five games this week, and I think they're all going to be on ESPN Plus. I think they're playing Brown and Claremont Mud Scripts on Friday, uh, January 31 at 4 and then 7.10 uh, p.m. And these are Central Standard Time games. And then on Saturday, they're playing Siena and Bucknell um, at 9.30 a.m. and then 7.30 p.m. Whoa, that's not a very good schedule right there. No so kidding. Okay. <laughs> Do you see that, that's too? Like, that's like a 10-hour little difference in game time. So that's yeah. all right. And, and then they're playing uh, the first-year program, Long Island uh, University. I guess it's – is it their first year or is it their second year? Yeah, no, know. it's the first one. I'm and, fascinated by that team. And they're playing – that's nice and early. That's 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 9.20 a.m. They have yeah. a, they're not going to get out of the pool. They're not going to get back to their hotel room until like 10 o'clock on – Saturday night, then they got to be right back at the pool at 8 a.m. the next morning. So, you think they go back? You know, between games? I mean, I don't even know. I didn't talk oh, about it. I mean, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I would. Yeah, I would too. I mean, I mean, I'm sure they might go and watch. You know, the team that they might be playing next yeah. or something. But, you know, I'm sure that I'm sure Coach Mark is going to keep them busy and and yeah and, and kind of keep them rested and and kind of have some activities. You know, you're up in like you're up in a up in Providence, uh, Rhode Island, go, yeah, just go drive down and go see all the nice kind of houses down in Newport, Rhode Island and stuff like that. So, I mean, it's, yeah. yeah, just kind of keep the kids off, yeah, kind of off their feet, you know, like it's a little too cold to go to the beach though. So just to avoid the icy roads. That's, um, that's key. So that's coming up this weekend. That's actually a big tournament. There's a lot of games there. Um, the, and just a really short note. I mean, this season, these Olympic year seasons are, fascinating for the women in particular i think um this last weekend san jose state beat cal so that's their cal's third loss to teams that they're likely 
to that they would normally beat. And but they're they've lost a lot of talent. Um, Stanford. They, beat, wait, like, yeah. like you said, they lost a lot of talent. Have they lost a lot of talent too? Um, that because they're training for the national team, or yes. did they graduate a lot of talent? No, well, both. But I mean, they're they've uh, they've lost talent that would otherwise be playing for them for and they're for national teams throughout the world. So it's not just U.S. nationals. It's it's all over the place. Okay. And, and Stanford beat UC Irvine by one. So I mean, these are this season's going to be interesting in the same way that it was for the men. Um, there's a lot of uh, churn among the top seeds, and there will be even more among the women. So. Um, Austin College might slide in there a little bit, and we just don't have any idea how they're going to do against a team like LIU, which is a complete mystery, even though no, it's fascinating. I do think it's going to be a little bit different than the men's season because the men's season, you still have those national team athletes that are still playing. Yes. Okay. Now, the women's season, those national team athletes are not playing. Correct. So because it's so much closer to the Olympic Games and then it's like this is the time whenever they start training, you know, full time training. This is what their job is now is to train is to get ready for the Olympics this summer. So um, it is a different dynamic. So, like, you know, Stanford may only have beaten UCI by one, but that's but there were a whole lot of different reasons why uh, USC was. Yeah, was losing at the beginning of the season. (laughs) That's true. Yeah. So, well, what was that reason, Joe? Um, you know, the other team was scoring more points. So there I you see. go. I don't know. I see. But um, it's just, it's just, it's just, it's just one of those things where, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun and just kind of, just kind of check out the various kind of team websites and there's plenty of opportunities to watch, uh, to get a watch water pool throughout this spring at the at the collegiate level. And these are some of the best athletes in the world. I mean, I think kind of, kind of, you just mentioned it. The national team players from other countries come here to play um, NCAA water polo on both the men and the women's side. Yep. Especially on the women's side. Especially on. So the side. I mean, it is it is it is big time water polo, and it is and people are 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 going and they're and they're looking to have a good time, and I mean it is it is it is it is I mean to me women's water polo is almost. I, I almost think it's more exciting to watch the men's water polo. So. I agree with that. Go to YouTube or to Daily Motion and check out some of the European championships that just completed. Spain won it for the women. And just look at the rosters and recognize the names. Oh, that was somebody who played at Arizona State or that's somebody who played at Cal. I mean, it, it was not uncommon whatsoever that some of the best players on these teams are the ones who came to the States to play. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, one more one more break and then we will finish up. Deflection, balls loose, Yaustra, ball game. Hi, I'm U.S. Olympian Janai Kerr, and when I need to stay up to date with my water polo news in Texas, I listen to the TX Water Polo Podcast. It's the final segment of a. Uh, probably a little bit of a shorter show. I mean, at this time of year, there's stuff to talk about. There's stuff not to talk about. When the high school season comes, it's going to be plenty to talk about. But this weekend is spin lob. It's the team, it's the tournament held in Austin, or at least it has been traditionally held in Austin for the last few years that where they host big clubs, Olympic club, NIAC, so on. And yeah. uh, are you going? Yeah, I'm actually going to be, I'm kind of running the tournament this weekend. What a shocker. So, but, uh, it's actually going to be a, it's actually a Southwest zone event this year. So, and, uh, was it, um, and I just wanted to make sure that it's run well as we transition from the local host to a Southwest zone kind of run event. I mean, 
the uh, a Longhorn Aquatics is still helping out. But uh, yeah, guys, hey, if you're in Austin this weekend, there's gonna be some very good water polo. We have three courses going from 11:30 a.m. to 8 p.m. on Saturday, from 7 a.m. to about 3 p.m. on Sunday. We have some of the best uh, club teams from around the country. There are 30 total teams, uh, 20 men's teams and 10 women's teams. Um, they're all masters teams. They're all, yeah, they're all kind of the open teams. Uh, we also have the best kind of the Southwest Zone teams are, are kind of also going to be in their plan. So it's going to be a tremendous opportunity for like if like if you're in town to come and watch. And the tournament does get over in time to go watch the Super Bowl. I know that there was we, that was uh, a key. I, I'm not sure I care very much about the Super Bowl except as a cultural thing now. Um, but still, I wouldn't want to be sitting in at UT. No offense. Um, while that game is going on, I'd rather oh, be on my couch. And, and there's no admission. Just yeah, just come on in and watch. So. All right, I will. Well, I might. I'm I'm gonna come. I, I selectively show up, you know, I, I want to see what the, you know, the end of the um, Saturday games look or uh, sorry, Sunday games look like. That's what I I, I I like the most. Although I remember a couple of years ago when you were coaching at Thunder, I was uh, watching your young guys take on some of the young, relatively sort of high school guys taking on. I can't remember who Nyack, somebody big. And that was a blast. It was so much fun to watch. Yeah, was it? Uh, there aren't any youth club teams in this tournament anymore, just because there's just no room. Yeah, and it is a masters tournament. But yeah, I still remember uh, our 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 youth team kind of going up against Nyack, and our and the, this is like what 2017. Um, so this is what six months after the Olympics. Yeah. And um <laughs> and our kid and a kid comes up to me who's a freshman in high school and goes, Coach, 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 like are there Olympians over there? I go, yeah, there's four starting right now. And, and so are you go. Oh my God. And then, and, and yeah. And then, um, and then one of our athletes kind of comes over and he goes, coach, coach, coach. And this is the same kid. He goes, yeah, like, yeah, like, 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 like the big guy over there, he just grabbed me and just said, stop swimming. <laughs> I go, <laughs> I remember that. I, then I go, well, he doesn't, he doesn't want to swim with you. So keep swimming. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh what is it um he goes and yeah and then he goes uh, yeah 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 just okay okay and then he goes back out there and, and yeah and then he comes back to me in the second quarter with this huge grin on his face and i'm like what just happened he goes i kept swimming and he kicked me <laughs> it's really hard <laughs> it's awesome coach i'm like okay good but, there you um, go there's your education <laughs> and that's a and that's a and that's a shout out to cameron cohen who's now a senior in high school so all right he's gotten and, kicked by an olympian Oh yeah, and I think that was a uh, man. John Mann was yeah, kind of yeah, just kind of was the one Olympian out there. <laughs> he had to pick up, he had to pick on one of the biggest dudes on the team. That's very very wise. Mm-hmm. I, I just heard that there were players who would, you know would be playing against these Olympians, and they were like, I, you know, very intimidated and all that. And you know, 30% of the time the Olympian would be giving them you know st- crap, and the rest of the time they were trying to teach them like in the pool, like here's what you should do. And the other time, and then the rest is that kind of same stuff. It's like hey. Just slow down, will you? I'm not. I'm. I had a good time last night. I'm not trying to make myself sick. You know, it's it's a great tournament. Yeah, I mean, and that's you know, I don't think John Man was trying to help him out at all. Just John Man <laughs> didn't want to him. deal with him and like, please stop swimming. This is a Masters tournament. You're not supposed to be swimming that hard. And um, and uh, yes, again, a lot of the teams come in. They come in because of the of the location. It's in Austin. Everybody's gonna have a good time. This is their good opportunity time. to go to Sixth Street and yeah, yeah and Dirt yeah Sixth. and Rainy Street and anything else that's out there down in yeah just down in Austin. But you know, 
like, you know, kind of Tom Andrew and Becca Andrew and, uh, and Allie Hill and Arseni, they are there. Yeah. They're still the local host kind of for the event. And they've always put on a great event. The, like, like the people love to come to Austin and play. There's going to be a, a Saturday night social for all the teams. It is. There is. There, there will be. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I might have to attend that. I am not going to. Why not? I, I enjoyed uh, Sixth Street way too much as a college kid. Oh, that kind of thing. No, I don't go to Sixth Street. I'm too yeah. So I don't know what it's going to be. And, yeah. and and after being at the pool for ten hours straight, I really will. And then I have to be at the pool at six a.m. the next morning. Yeah. yeah, I'm good. Yeah, there's enough whistle blowing in my ear during during the day to go out and then watch some good good music. But yeah, <laughs> I do not then, do that. And then of course you got to go watch this. And then I got to try to figure out kind of how to leave early. Just so I can drive back to North Texas and be home in time to watch the, the Super Bowl, or at okay. least the, at least the Super Bowl commercials. So, do right you now. care? Who do you want to win, and who do you think is going to win? I don't necessarily care that much. I do think the Chiefs are going to win, just because I think it's kind of like their year type thing. Like mm-hmm. they were so close last year. Yeah. Um. But um, if I was cheering for a team because I think the Chiefs are the favored guys, I think I'd be. I think I'm going to cheer for the 49ers just because. And because they're like, I always just uh, kind of cheer for the underdog. But but more importantly, I'm gonna be cheering for a, a good game. Let's. I just hope it's close in the fourth quarter because I grew up and there were like nine out of ten years straight where the Super Bowl was not close whatsoever. Yeah, it's no fun. So no I fun. just want to. I don't want to see a 54 to 10 game. I want to see a close game in the fourth quarter. That's all I care about. I, I'm I'm having trouble with this game. This is like choosing between two different, you know, totalitarian dictators. I can't stand either team. I grew up in the I, I was born in the Bay Area, so I chose the team that was the correct one at the time, which is the Raiders. The 49ers were terrible at the time, so I can't stand the 49ers. But the Chiefs are obviously one of the great rivals of the Raiders, maybe even more so. So it's going to be a flip of the coin to me. I just don't want to see. The, the Santa Clara 49ers win. Yeah, yeah. Um, you may not even watch it. So I'm going to watch it. I will have friends over. It's fun, you know, but uh, it would be in passing. I'll have my computer on and, you know, all that. I'll probably be watching water polo at the same time, which is the way to go. All right. You're a water polo dork. but I am a dork. Point. No question right. about it. I'm, I'm, I'm the same way, so it's all good. Are you going to have Dr. Pepper during your Super Bowl? Have no, you- no, I'm still Mountain Dew Dr. Pepper free for 20 You are. So, you yeah. are. We'll have to I've, 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 I've had a couple of Cokes here or there, and then some people go, oh, why are you doing that? I used to drink way too much. I used to have like five Dr. Peppers a day or something like that, right? So now I might have one or two Cokes a week. So, so there you go. Good for you. So it's, so it's working. So just kind of, kind of do the math over the next, you know, next 11 months so You're, are you making up for it with other stuff or are you like slamming gatorade or something you know that's no sure. no no um, i'm slamming water i'm drinking a lot more water uh, nowadays you too i have it right here I actually hear it right there okay joe we're done it, we're right. done with another tx water polo podcast that was good so thank you very much as always all right uh, take care Jim. yeah oh and go get that delivery from the door yeah, it's great to have a little bit of inside baseball in this podcast. I can, I, I'm actually shocked that nobody's ever knocked on my door yet, but it's going to happen. So um, yeah. for you, go to TXWaterPolo.com, listen to the podcast, find us on social media, leave comments. Um, and thank you for all of you, all of you for listening and telling a friend about the TX Water Polo podcast. And until next week, so long from Austin. Tables are